Dafyud Zayin, the Mishnah. We know that there are three mitzvahs of Karbanas on Yantif. One is the mitzvah of bringing the Karban Eilas Re'iyah. One is the mitzvah of bringing the Karban Shalmei Chagiga. And one is the mitzvah of bringing the Karban of Shalmei Simcha. According to Beishamai on Yantif, you can bring a Shalmei Simcha, because a Simcha is something that you eat, and therefore you can say that there's a heter of Tzarech Achila, but you're not allowed to do Smicha because you can't touch the animal. However, you're not allowed to bring the Eilas Re'iyah on Yantif, because the Eilas Re'iyah is in carbon Eilah, and in carbon Eilah you don't eat any of it at all, but rather it all goes up to Shemayim. According to Beis Hillel, however, you can bring all three Karbanas, and you can do Smicha also, since we say, Esedeicha Leisasa. And the Gemara asks, how do we know that even Shavuos, which is only one day, that you have seven days of Tashlumen? We know normally on Pesach and Sukkot, if you do not bring these Karbanas on the first day of Yantav, you have seven days of Tashlumen. That's because the Yantav has seven more days. That's why you have seven days of Tashlumen. Mashenk in Shavuos, which is only one day in Eretz Yisrael, how do we know that there is also seven days of Tashlumen? The Gemara answers, because the Pasuk says, B'chag ha-matzais, u'v'chag ha-shavuos, u'v'chag ha-sukais. There's a hekish between all three of these regarding Tashlumen, that all three Yomim Taivim have seven days of Tashlumen. The Gemara says that Shemini Atzeres is a chag bifne atzmai, and it's not considered part of Sukkot. But rather, it's a regal that stands all by itself. How do we know this? With the abbreviation of Pazar Kashav, Pezayin Reish, Kuf Shin Bez. What does that stand for? Pei stands for pious. Pious was the lottery for which the Kayan does the Avaida. There used to be a lottery in the base of English to determine which of the Kohanim would get to do the Avaida. That was a special pious, a special lottery that was held for Shemini Atzeres. Zion is Zman, which you make a new Bracha Shechiyano, versus, for example, Shvi Shel Pesach, where you do not make a new Shechiyano. Resh is for Regal, that it's got its own name. Kuf is for Karban, that the new Karban, the special new Karban is brought on Shemini Atzeres, different from the 13 Parim and 12 Parim pattern of the rest of Sukkot. Shin is for shear, which says there's a new shear for the carpet seabor, which the Levim sing. And Bez is for bracha, that's regarding the people's bracha for the king. And the Gemara says, just like when one brings a carbon on Pesach, he needs lina, that means he has to sleep overnight in Yerushalayim, so too with Sukkot, you need lina. That's learned from the Pasuk of Ufanisa Babaiker, the Alachta Liyayalacha. And finally, the Gemara says, one, day, one gets seven days of Tashlumin for all three of the Regalim. Once these seven days pass, it's too late to bring the Karbanas. Shvuas also has a full week of Tashlumen, even though it's only one day of Yantif. The Gemara grieves another reason, since it says both Tisperu Chamishim Yaim, as well as Shiva Shavuos. Since it says Shiva Shavuos there, we know you have a full week to do it. Tafir Chas. Rabbi Yeshia says from the Pasuk, Es Chag is Tishmar Shivas Yamin. The Pasuk teaches us that Malacha is not only Asr to do on Yantif, but Malacha is also Asr to do on Chalamaid as well. Rabbi Yechanan learns this from Akal B'chaymer. Since days 1 and 7, which are the days of Yantav, are not surrounded on both sides by Yantav, in other words, Erev Yantav is not a day of Yantav, Cholamayit is kind of a day of Yantav, so on one side it's surrounded by Kedusha, but on the other side it's not, and those days are also bin Malacha. Cholamayit, which is surrounded on both sides by Yantav, i.e. days 1 and 7, surely it should be also bin Malacha. Rabbi Akiva says, we learn it from Eile Mayadeh Hashem, that's how you know that Malacha is also on Cholamayit. And although these are specific psukim, but the Rabbanan are the ones who get to decide which specific things are asr to do on Cholamayit. And generally speaking, as we've learned, Malacha on Cholamayit is usually asr, unless it falls under one of five general items, including Dovara Avod, Tzara and so on and so forth. From the upcoming Mishnah until the end of the Mesechta, the Gemara discusses in detail in Yane Tumah Before we begin, 
this Mishnah and the Sugya, let us briefly review some of the column of this complex subject. We know that the worst type of tuma is a mace. A mace is a dead body, and that is an aviavais hatuma. If a person or a keli touches a mace, then it becomes an av hatuma. Additionally, a dead sheretz, a nevela, a zav, zava, nida, or mitzaira are each called an avatuma. If something touches an avatuma, it becomes a rishon latuma. Subsequently, if something touches a rishon latuma, it becomes a sheni latuma. If a, something is a sheni latuma, it uh, touches something touches a sheni latuma. Excuse me. Then that item becomes a shlishi latuma. If something touches a shlishi latuma, the new item becomes a ravi latuma. Ravi is as far as it goes. However, not everything can get as far as a ravi latuma. Adam vikelim can only be aviavaisatuma, avatuma, or rishon latuma. These cannot be any lower than rishon latuma. I.e., midaraisa, they cannot become a shen latuma. Eichlin umashkin, food and drink, which are things which are called, referred to as chulin, can never be an avatuma. They begin at rishon latuma, but they can become a shen latuma. However, after shen latuma, they stop there. I.e., anything after a shen latuma, it remains tahar. Truma can go as far as shlish latuma. Once it becomes a shlish latuma, it's called pasal. And finally, kachim, which are the, where most chamar on kachim, can go as far as revi'i latuma. If you want a mnemonic device to remember all of these klalim, just remember the word ach, tak, aleph, ches, tof, kuf. What does that mean? Adam v'kelim, which is the aleph, the first letter of the word, can only go as far as rishan latuma. Rishan, number one. Ches stands for chulan. Chulan ches is the second letter of the word. That can only go as far, number two, asheni latuma. Tuf stands for truma. Truma, which is the third letter of a tuf, can only go as far as shlish latuma. And kuf stands for kachim. Kachim, which is the fourth letter, can only go as far as revi'i latuma. Since av and aviyavaisatuma can be metama adam v'kelim, they are known as a tuma chamura. Alternatively, anything below this, i.e. a rishon latuma, a sheni latuma, etc., is called a tumakala. A tumakala is also called a vlatatuma, since it's like a child of an avatuma. Let me also point out some of the special exceptions to these rules that we mentioned before. We said before that Adam Vikalim cannot be Makabal Tuma from a Rishon Latuma, i.e. they cannot become Shani Latuma. The exception here is that a Kali can be Makabal Tuma Midarabanan from a Mashkin that itself is a Rishon Latuma. This is one of the Yudches Dover, which we learn in Masech Shabbos. This is because of Xerim Yishum Mashke Zav Vizava. Number two, also Midarabanan. Mashkin, which touched any level of Latatuma, revert all the way back to a Rishon Latuma. This means, even if Mashkin touched a Shlishi, it reverts all the way back to a Rishon Latuma. Number three, a metal Keli, which touches a Mace, which is an Aviyah does not drop a level and become an Afatuma, but rather becomes an Aviyah also. We learn this from the Pasuk of Bachalal Cherev. Cherev Harehu Kechal. And number four, a Klicheres has a special Halacha. A klicheres can only be mekabel tuma when something touches it on the inside of the keli, but it cannot be mekabel tuma if something touches it on the outside of the keli. Also, we know that a klicheres can never become tar. You cannot just put it in the mikvah like you can other things, but rather rak shvirasan mitaharasan. And with this, let us give a background to the upcoming Mishnah. If a person wants to go from tuma, daraisa, and become tar, he goes to a mikvah. But by cases of Tuma Midrabana, sometimes the Rabbana required fixing via mikvah, but sometimes you just need a Tilas Yadayim to become Tahar. And the Mishnah says, 
If someone touched food or drink, that was tame. So he only needs Natila Sedayim to eat Maiser Shani, Chulin or Truma. But to eat Kachim, one needs Tahara of his entire body. As we mentioned before, we're most Machmir by Kachim, and as we said, Kachim can go as far as Revi'i Latuma. And the Mishnah continues if a person went to a mikvah and did not have Kavana for Tahara, then the Tahara is not Chal. A Zava or a Nida that sits on something, that item becomes Tame via Tumas. Medjus. And the Gemara says, Truma and Bikurim, if someone who isn't a Kayan eats it b'mezid, then he's Chayav Misabidei Shemayim. If someone eats it b'shaygik, then he must pay not only for a Karen, the value of the item, but he has to pay an additional one-fifth, a Chaymish also. The Gemara says, if Truma gets mixed up in Chulun, it isn't Batl B'rayv, like most other Yisurim, but it can only possibly become Batl if it's Batl B'meya. In other words, you need 100 parts of Chulun to eliminate this one part of Truma. A person's stam hands, in of themselves, are considered a sheni l'tuma, as we say, yados shniyos hein. So if they touch truma, the truma becomes a shlish l'tuma, and therefore they become what we call puzzle. There's a machlekes if meiser requires nitilas yadayim before eating it. Rameir says no, the chachamim say yes. But chulin only requires nitilas yadayim if a person is going to eat bread. And finally, the Gemara says if a person washes his hands with kavana to be metahir them, he's tar. If he does not have kavana, then he's not tar. If a wave of water from the sea falls on a person, as long as it's a shear of 40 saw, it's like a mikvah, and he is tar. But only if the bottom part of the wave touches him, that can be metahirim. That's known as the Russian. But if the top part of the wave, the kipin, touches him and comes upon him, since a person cannot do tefillah in the air, he is not tar, even if there's a shear of 40 saw. As background to the next Gemara. In order for food to be makabal tuma, the food must be tallish, it must be pulled out of the ground. Something that's growing in the ground cannot be makabal tuma. And it also must first be touched by one of the Zayin mashgais, Yad Shachat Dam. And the liquid that touches it, a person does not have to have kavana for this liquid to be metameh, because the Pasuk says kiyutan. It'll become muksha makabal tuma automatically as soon as the mashkin touches this item. If someone was toivel to eat chulin with kavana for chulin, he cannot eat meiser, since he didn't have kavana for meiser. And meiser is a higher madrega. The Gemara says a mikvah, which was measured, and had exactly a shear of 40 saw, which is the minimum shear, and two people went into the mikvah simultaneously, so the Gemara holds the first person is tahar, but the second person is still tame. Since person number one, when he walked out of the water, some of the water was still on his body. And now he took the water out of the mikvah, so now there's less than a shear of 40 saw in the mikvah. Therefore the second person remains tame. However, Rabbi Huda says, if the second person is toivel, while at least a foot of the first person is still in the water, then person number two is also tar. Since vis-a-vis person number one, we say the klal of good aches. The water on number one is considered like it runs down the person, and it's now connected to the mikvah completely, and it helps in calculating the 40 saw, because the person's foot is still in the mikvah. We have this klal of good aches in Erevin and Sukkah. Finally, Gemara says, a person who requires his family to treat chulin with the same respect as Meiser, that chulin becomes Kadosh like Meiser. Since we say chulin shenasu al taras ha-kaydish, kaydish dami. Some say it remains chulin, some say it becomes like truma. Tavchav. Some tzaddikim, like Yochanan ben Gudgada, saw to it that their whole families watched chulin al taras ha-kaydish. This Gemara provided a major basis for Natila Siadayim, which we do today before eating bread. Natila Siadayim today on bread, and the bread is considered chulin, but we still have to do Natila Siadayim based on this Gemara. In keeping something tar, if you take your eyes off of it, and there is hesachadas, the item can become tameh. 
So Rabbi Yechanan ben Elazar says, if you drop a coat and you ask a friend to pick it up, it now can potentially become tame due to hasachadas. The awareness of the item has been stopped. Rabbi Yishmael said, how great are the words of the Chachamim that a person must have in mind to keep something tar, otherwise it's hasachadas and it becomes tame. And finally the Gemara says, Rabbi Yechanan says, that as soon as you lose sight of an item, it's hasachadas since we say chazaka ein oda mishamer mashabiyad chavere. This marks the end of the second parak. Let us now begin the third parak, parak chemer bakaydish, the Mishnah. Kadshim are more chomer than truma of a kain. The Mishnah lists 11 examples that illustrate this, including a keli of kaydish cannot be tabled in another, masha and kain by truma. Tuma, to just one part of a keli, the handle of a keli renders the entire keli as tame, when you're dealing with kaydish, but not by truma. And food can only go as far as a sheni the tuma. Truma can only go as far as a shlishi the tuma. But kaidish can go as far as a revi'i the tuma. These are three of the 11 examples brought in the Mishnah that illustrate that kachim are more chomer than truma. Tavchafalaf. By kachim, we cannot table one keli inside of another keli, since one of the kelim are heavy, and there will be a chatzitza, since the water cannot surround the second keli completely. Rabbi Lai says that there are only 10 cases in the Mishnah, versus the obvious 11 seem to exist, since the two about chatzitza are sort of repetitive. According to Rava, the first part of the Mishnah isn't discussing a chatzitza, like the Territ of Rabbi Lai, but rather it's discussing exera, that we don't want people to be toivel in a small-mouthed utensil, utensil which is called kishvashveres hanoid. So he has 11 cases in the Mishnah instead of the 10 cases. The difference between Rabbi Lai and Rava is if someone immerses a keli in a large basket. According to one of them, it's no good, since it's also considered a chatzitza. But according to the other, it is okay. Rabbi Yaisi said, everyone, even Amaratzim, are believed to say that wine and oil are tahor for karbanas, since if we don't, the Amaratzim would make bamais to send the karbanas to Hashem that way. Also, Rabbi Yaisi says we accept the edus from Amaratzim, so as not to produce animosity. As we see in the Gemara Psachim and Daf Memtas, Gudayla Sina, Shasainin Amaharetz, Latamit Chacham, when an Amaretz hates the Jews, or he hates the Talmud Chacham, that amount of Sina is a lot worse even than when a guy hates Yisrael. But according to the Rabbana, we do not accept Edus from Amaretzim. The Gemara says if a mace was in a room, the room above it, if there's a hole in the ceiling, this upper room becomes Tameh, unless you patch up the hole with a klicheres. We know that a klicheres is not Makabal Tuma on the outside, just on the inside. So if the bottom of the klicheres is now touching, so to say, the lower level, the lower room where the tuma exists. It can't get up to the upper room because the outside of the klicheres is not makabel tuma, and therefore the tuma cannot get into the upper room. Rabbi Yishu was critical of the shita of Beishamai regarding tuma. So a Talmud of Beishamai came and explained the reasoning that food and drink, once they're tame, remain tame, because you cannot be titled them. You can't put food and drink into a mikvah. And a klicheres also cannot become tahar, but we say rakshvi rasan metaharasan. So Rabbi Yeshua went and prostrated himself on the kever of Beishamai and said, if your concealed words are so correct, kalbachaymer, your revealed halachas are so correct. And he spent the rest of his life having many fast days as a kapara. The Gemara says if an Amaretz sat on himself that he went to a mikvah, we trust him. But regarding him saying that he put kalim in a mikvah, it's a question if we trust him or not. Since maybe he doesn't know the halachas of tefillas kalim, there's a Shvaferis Hanoid or a special Shear, and since he may not know those, we cannot believe him when he says he tabled a keli correctly. 
And finally, the Gemara says, Midaraisa, if liquid, which is a Rishon Latuma, touches a Keli, normally it cannot be Mitame, Adam the Kelim. But Midrabanan, Mashkin, can make a Keli Tame. Tafchov Gimel. A person cannot carry Mechatas of the Paraduma on a boat across the Yarde, but he can carry it across on a bridge, or he can walk across the Yarde. Rav Hanina ben Akavya said, you cannot bring it in a boat only over the Yarden. That's where this Chumrah applies. But over other rivers, you would be allowed to bring the Mechatas, since the Gzeira of the Chachamim was due to a specific Maise Shahaya by the Yarden. But for other rivers, this Chumrah does not apply. The Gemara says all Kalim to be used for Kaidish must be tabled in a Mikvah, but they don't need Ha'arav Shemesh. Ha'arav Shemesh is the fact that you have to wait until after sunset of the day of the Tefillah so the Chalais of the Tahara is completed. Interesting to point out, a Tful Yaim is one who went to the mikvah, but he hasn't had, he didn't have Harav Shemesh yet. In other words, the, the, the sunset didn't come yet. Others say you do need Harav Shemesh. If a Rishon Latuma touches a person, the person does not become a Tomei, since the person cannot become a Shani Latuma. Rishon is as far as Adam the Kalim go. And the Gemara says that the Chachamim never invented any new and unusual halachas regarding a Paraduma. The Gemara says if food is in a keli, and there are a few morsels of kaidish, if Tuma touches one morsel, all the food in the keli becomes tummy, since we say haklim mitztaref masha b'seicha. We learn this from the Pasuk of kaf achas malea katiris. Therefore, if just one morsel becomes tummy, everything is mitztaref inside, together, to touch that one morsel, and everything becomes tummy. But if the food is truma, only the food that was touched is tummy, but the other morsels of food remain tahar. The question by kachim of haklim mitztaref is if this halacha is midaraisa, which is what Rav Chanina holds, or it's midarabanan, which is what Rav Chiyabaraba holds. Kaidish can only go as far as Ravi ilatuma. If it's a Ravi ilatuma, it becomes pasal, but it cannot make something into a Hamish ilatuma. Truma can only go as far as a Shlish ilatuma. A Machusar Kippurim, which is someone who did not bring his carbon yet, he can eat Truma, but he cannot eat Kaidish. Rabbi Yeshua says regarding Kaidish, if one of a person's hands is tame, the other hand also becomes tame. The Rabbanan made a gzera that any liquid that touches tuma automatically reverts back to a rishon latuma. So even if mashkin touches the shen latuma, instead of it going down to becoming the shlishi, it reverts all the way back to a rishon latuma. The Chachamim say that stam, a person's hands, are considered a sheni latuma. Yodayim shniya is hang. So if they touch something, that something becomes a shlishi latuma, not another shen latuma. The shani can not make a shani, but it moves down one full level. Food can only become prepared to become tame if it was first touched by some sort of liquid. It was mukshal akabal tuma. But kaidish is always prepared to accept tuma, even without hachshara via liquid, since it's considered chavif. The Mishnah. Although normally kaidish has more chumras than truma, there are some exceptions to this rule. For example, truma is more chumar regarding believing in amaaretz via, specifically regarding Yain Vishemin. For Truma, we only believe in Amaretz regarding the Tahara status during the pressing season. But for Kaidish, we always believe the Amaretz, even if it's not during the pressing season. An Amaretz is only believed for this particular thing in Yehuda, not in Golil, because there was a strip of land between Yehuda and Golil where the Kusim lived. This was called the Eretz Ha'amim, and that was Tameh. But if a person was transported through this Eretz Ha'amim via Sheda, Teva, Umigdal, a box or a chariot, etc., then he may be tahar, since it's a chatzitza that does not allow the tumah to get in. The Gemara says if a person touches a bone from a dead body the size 
of a soira, a small piece even the size of barley, etzim kesoira, he becomes tamei vayamaga umasa. But we're mako by carbon pesach to allow someone to cross a suspicious field with a minimum amount of badika if he's in a big rush to try to bring the carbon pesach. This is because the carbon pesach is a chiyav midaraisa. Finally, the Gemara says a person who has a field of grapes should begin to prepare the bottles 70 days before the pressing. The Mishnah. An additional case where Truma is more Chamer than Kaidish is regarding Maidian. This town, which is 15 mil from Yerushalayim, a person can accept a Klicheres from any Amaharetz for Kedusha, but not for Truma. This only applies to an area which is between Maidian and Yerushalayim, but if it's an area that's past Maidian, we cannot accept it from a Amaharetz. You can only believe in Amaharetz for small Kalim, but not for large Kalim. The Mishnah. Jewish tax collectors who entered a house to seize collateral, and thieves who returned Kalim they stole, they're believed to say that they didn't touch any other Kalim in the house, i.e., even though they're Amaratsim, they're believed so as not to be Matama other Kalim in the house. And the Gemara says, but if they entered the house with a guy, then they're not believed, and the whole house becomes Tameh. I think Amara says when all Jews are assembled as one, they're all considered chaverim, as we see from the Pasuk in Shaiftim, they osef kol ish Yisrael el ha'ir ki'ish echad. The next Mishnah. On Yantav we know all people are considered chaverim, so Amaratzim are not metame anything. And the Mishnah says if one opened a barrel of food on Yantav and many people touched it, even Amaratzim touched it, he can continue selling it even after Yantav. But according to the Chachamim, he cannot continue to sell this food once Yom Tov is over because it's presumed to be Tameh. We know from the Gemara in Be'ah, Dafyud Aleph, the reason that we're Mekel, according to Rabbi Yehuda, is if we would not allow this, then storekeepers would be reluctant to stack sufficient food for Yom Tov out of fear that they'd be left with excess inventory after Yom Tov. The next Mishnah. Once the Yom Tov was over, they would remove everything, all the Kalim, to facilitate the cleaning of the Azara. These kalim were all considered tameh because the Amaratsim touched them, so they would all need to be tivled. The next mission. When they got ready to tivel, they would caution everyone not to touch the shulchan. Since the lechem aponim must always be on the shulchan, it's impossible to be tivel the shulchan. Therefore, we have to be especially careful with the shulchan. All kalim used in the Beis Hamikdash had replacement sets in case something became tameh. And there's a machlekes if there were also two shulchans. And the Gemara says, they also warned everyone not to touch the menorah the same way they warned everyone not to touch the shulchan. On the regal, they would lift up the shulchan with the lechem upon him and show Klal Yisrael the miracle of the hot lechem upon him. They would say, Note how highly regarded you are, that the bread was as fresh and hot when they took it off as it was when they put it on a week earlier. Silukai kisidurai. Dafchav the shulchan of the Beis Hamikdash was three amas tall and two amas long. The Mizbeach was machaper for everyone. Today, where we have no Beis Hamikdash, our shulchanais in our houses provide the kapara. What is? How does this work exactly? Rashi explains that this is with the mitzvah of hachnasus archim by having guests at a person's house. At the shulchan of every person, this is machaper the same way that the shulchan was machaper in the time of the Beis Hamikdash. The Marsha says that it's Mahaper by Avatira that we say at our tables. Because of the Pasuk of Kiyutan, we know that food can only potentially become Tameh if it was Mukhshalakabultuma, if it was touched by one of the seven Mashkais. However, Kachim can always be Makabultuma even without Hakshara. However, blood from the animals in the Beis Hamigdash, even though it's liquid, those can never be Tameh. That's the blood that flows within the floor of the Beis Hamigdash from the Mitbachais, those do not become Tameh. According to Rebbe Lazar, 
both the Mizbechais, both of them, of the Beis Hamikdash, the Mizbech Hazav and the Mizbech Hanachayshes, have a din of karka and are not makabel tuma. The Chachamim say both are makabel tuma since they're covered with metal. The Ibayis Ema holds that the Chachamim agree with Rebbe Lazar. Tamidei Chachamim are not affected by the fire of Gehenna. This is a kalvachemer from the Chaya called Salamandra, which is created from fire. And finally, the Masechta ends by saying that the fire of Gehenna also has no effect on Paisha Yisrael. Taisvi says this is not referring to a full Paisha Yisrael. As we know from the Gemara Rosh Hashanah, Daf Yud Zayin, one person who does a lot of Averis, he's a Paisha Yisrael Begufan, and this is specifically that he never put tefillin on in his lifetime. That's not what this is talking about. This is only referring to a person who does periodic Averis, that he will not be affected by the fire of Gehenna. This is a Kalvachemer from the Mizbeach Hazov. Just like the Mizbeach, which only has a light coating of metal and the continuous burning of Karbanas didn't ruin it, so too Paisha Yisrael, who are full of many mitzvahs, like a pomegranate, won't be affected by the fire of Gehenna. As we see from the Pasuk in Shirashirim, Kefelach Harima in Rakosech. Altikri Rakosech, don't read Rakosech, but rather Reikonin, read it, read it Reikonin, that even the empty ones of Klal Yisrael, who are the periodic sinners, are full of mitzvahs like a pomegranate. The Chassam Seifer says a pomegranate has 613 seeds, which are Keneged, the Taryag mitzvahs. And this will shield them from the heat of Gehenna. Hadrin Allah, Masechta Chagiga. Now that we have been Zeichat to complete Seder Maid, Hashem Yisbarach should give us the Kayach to begin Masechta Yevamas and eventually be Messiah Seder Nashim Be'ezrus Hashem.